Welcome back to another good edition of Good Vibes of Jason B. of Broad Minds and More Podcast. And let's get the evening, day, or morning started wherever you are. Uh, it's been a little bit since I recorded an episode, but I needed a little bit of time to uh, take some time to think about the episodes I was going to be making going forward. And I was thinking about life situations and how we can apply wisdom into life situations, if you know what I'm saying. So what's been going on with me? I've been working a lot. That's first and foremost. And the second thing is, is I've just been trying to catch up on sleep. I'm really trying to avoid as best I can to recording on the road because um, there's a problem with my window until I get it fixed on my car. Um, Just the background noise alone. Um, Some people have made some comments and, you know, so uh, actually sitting at home and sitting in front of the mic Having time has not been the easiest of things, but that doesn't deter me from making episodes. So stay tuned and we're going to be right back. And welcome back to Good Vibes with Jason B. A Broad Minds and More pod, uh, podcast. So let's get more things going. So I have been working my, uh, my tail off on development, making things happen for myself, um, listening to people. I've listened to a lot of po- podcasters out there. So if you have a podcasting station and you want to have a suggestion, email me at goodvibesjasonb at gmail.com is the best way to reach me. I definitely want to hear your stuff. If you're here on Anchor, um, it's always a pleasure. Send me a message. I'll listen to your podcast. I'm also paying attention to the face group, Facebook groups on Anchor. Um, I'm a part of two of them. And so I'm noticing some new podcasters, some people who have interesting content. So better to share the wealth and share the experience and the development and uh, just let us know. And I'm definitely interested in finding out new stuff. So what's been going on as far as uh, motivation, you know, Friendly Friday? Well, okay, so I'm going to give every day, I'm always trying to motivate people in some way or fashion, if I hear people just like complaining about their day, I get, I try to get interested in for a couple minutes. It's like, Hey, you know, I know your day sucks right now, but is there anything I can do to help improve it? So that's kind of like a big deal. If you ask me, you know, just take your little personal time, you know, you can't fix everyone's problems. And I'm not certainly trying to do that with everyone, but you know, when you hear someone come, you know, you're doing business with like, how are you doing? Good to see you. You know, uh, I re- I look read people's name tags. I identify them. I look at them when I talk to them. And it's like I always tell them it's a pleasure to see you, or a pleasure to do business, or whatever. Leaving my imprint, my legacy, or my nostalgia uh, back in the mind of someone. And when they see me, it's easier to do business. So this one girl was like just telling me like, "Oh yeah, my job sucks right now. I have to go to school at night. I have to do this. I have to do that." And I'm like, "Well, you really don't have to do anything, but." how is what you're feeling helping you right now? It's just, I guess it's just not helping me at all. So what I said was, I was like, like a, let's put you in a good mi- mental state. First of all, thank you for taking uh, just a few moments just to listen to me. Second of all, let's look at your problem. So you're very exhausted because you have school, you have work and what else? So I have kids too. I said, Oh, I totally get it. I'm a single parent myself. I've done it. Know where you've been. You know, every week I'm, I'm handling it some, you know, I got, you know, a couple kids and only two of them I really have to attend, attend to, but I just told her, I said, you know what? Okay. So, you know, I'm going to give you five exact minutes to 
um, or a couple minutes just to exactly tell me what's wrong. And I'm going to listen to everything you have to say, and I'm not going to respond until after you're done. So the girl told me everything and she's like, Oh, I just want some sleep. And I said, so, okay. So what prevents you from sleep? You know, at least getting one night. Well, it's just like my three-year-old and my seven-year-old are constantly fighting and you know, I'm not getting any help from my ex and I'm just like, okay, all right. So you need some help, you know, with your kids. And let me, if you don't mind me asking, you know, how do you respond to your kids when they're fighting with each other? Do you break them up? Do you yell at them? Do you talk to them? I mean, this is personal, but you can choose to answer whether you want to or not. The girl goes, well, most of the time I just yell them or I just ignore them and I just collapse. But it's like my mom comes over and my mom watches them most of the time and she's more of a mom than I am. I just feel like I never have time. So, so okay, so what are you going to school to become? And she's like telling me, well, I want to be, I want to get a degree and not just in criminal justice, but um, business, business law. I said, oh, that's great. That's phenomenal. So what do you want to do with it? And she's like, well, I want to be a legal researcher in criminal law. You know, I want, I like doing that stuff. I said, that's awesome. So you got something, you got a plan. So in your current situation, what's the timeline for your plan? You know, from where you're at now to where you're going to be. And she saw, well, I'm fitting to graduate college next year with a degree. I said, okay, so what are you doing right now? Are you doing anything right now to research companies to go look, to go work for law firms, whatever. And she said, I really haven't had time. And I said, okay, so your time is mostly spent your work and then you go to school at night and then you got your kids and you have no downtime. So out of the week, what is a downtime? She's all Sundays when I get to do laundry, my kids play with their dad for a while. He comes over and visits and then he, uh, takes off and you know, he just spends the afternoon. So it gives me time to clean up the house a little bit, do my laundry. By the time I'm done with that, the kids are back with their, from their dad. And, um, and then I go to sleep and do the whole thing all over again. And sometimes I'm behind in my schoolwork and I said, okay, well, all right. So I've listened to you. So, uh, do you think there's any strategies that we can, you know, maybe you're not thinking of, or would you like a strategy? And she's like, absolutely. And I said, okay, you're not going to like this, but it might work. What time do you get up in the morning? She's like, I usually get up at six. And I said, do you exercise? Do you meditate? Do you do anything? And she's like, I just wake up and I get the kids ready. Simple as that. I exercise two, three days a week after, after work for about a half hour. I said, okay, so I'm going to offer something that I do. And trust me, I have two daughters and one of them I have half the time. The other one I, you know, I spend a lot of time with. So, you know, I'm still with my girlfriend. So here's what I do. I get, I purposely go to work or I work out or I wake up at between four and four 30 in that time. I have my gym clothes ready. I get up either. I do a workout in the house or I go to the gym, depending on when, when, which one of my kids I have after I get done with my workout, I take a shower I clean my body off. I let the relaxing sensation of doing a shower. And then I get out of the shower, I get dressed. And then I spend 10 minutes of meditation. You know, I put 20 minutes into journaling. And then I put another 15 to 20 minutes into reading. So it's like the first two hours before even six o'clock hits. 
I've already worked out. I've already showered. I've already gotten mentally prepped. I created a game plan and then I'm off and running and I don't, my day doesn't stop until 10 o'clock at night. Most, most nights. And she's all, damn, how do you do it all? And I said, the setup is the key. And when you're exhausted as a parent and you have no resources or not much resources to help and you get home late at night, the key is your health is going to support the whole system, your physical health. So you got to eat right. You got to exercise to keep up that energy because you know what? Kids will run you dry. It's like they'll, you'll be like on the E of your gas tank, so to speak. And then the next thing you know, they'll drain it all. And then you're just trying to recover and recover. So I said this, you know, maybe I can help you out with that. And I said, here's my business card. You know, here's my number. Give me a call. I'd love to help you with this a little bit. And I don't want nothing in return. And the girl's like, oh, what? Are you serious? She's all, no, I'll just write down what you're telling me. But I said, trust me, it works. So she's like, you know, like, wow, really? Thank you. You know, that is motivating. That is helpful. Why do you want to do this? And I said, because you know what? I came from a mom who was a single parent. My dad didn't help much. There was three of us and I could have used my mom's attention more than I could have used her work. You know I mean? My mom worked two jobs, went to school, did all that. And she's the reason why I work so hard. She's the reason one of the big influencers that helped me understand the value of work and not, you know, play with your time or, or your resources. So my thing, if I can motivate you to be resourceful, to build your resources, even when you're exhausted, when you get done with, you do that five days a week, I guarantee you within three weeks, you will have twice the energy You'll have twice the amount of things done and you'll come, you'll be at work in a better spirit. But the key is, is like when you get out of class and all that stuff, that's the hard part. This is all temporary. It's going to change and it's going to get better after a year. Then once that's over with, write all this stuff, the experience, what it took to get here. Remind yourself, remind yourself, write the game plan out. Look at your game plan. What's the results you want? What kind of person you want to be? what kind of work you want to do, put that in your vision, in your mind, every day you think about it. So every day that you work, every day that you study, you are in a direct line of sight to reach your goal. And she's and the lady and the girl, she just like, you know, she gave me like the biggest hug ever, you know, and she's like, thank you. Someone who actually is listening. And she's, I just wish my ex would just do exact. I wish there were more men like you you know, to do exactly what you're talking about. And I said, well, there are a lot of men. And if your husband's not doing it, it's not your job, you know, your ex-husband, if it's not your job to fix him, but to talk to him without nagging. Now how that's the hardest thing that anyone has to hear, because when you're dealing with reality and especially watching a woman do it, and we, as guys, we don't always realize it you know, until it's like right in her face. And then it's either a couple of reactions, either you're going to get pissed off at what they're going to tell you, or you're going to feel guilty and just walk off, or you're going to step up and be the man. And see, for me, I step up every single day as a father. My kids 
are my priority, my family, my legacy, my, my nostalgia is my legacy. You know, it's my story. And if I fail, they fail or somebody else is going to be their motivator. And I'd rather have them be productive human beings than non-productive. So the girl's like, oh, you just really gave me something to think about. So spending a little bit of time, you know, with a complete stranger, taking a little time to just ask them, how can I help you? Offer your help. Offer. It's not so much the advice that I gave her, but I think what was more important was the platform that I allowed, you know, if she so choose to talk to me, you know, just to someone to listen because not all of us have a bunch of friends to talk to. Not all of us have a therapist. Not all, none of, we don't always have it figured out. You know, we make a lot of stupid ass choices along the way in our life. And sometimes they cost us for years, but that doesn't mean that you need to stay in that pit of despair. You can be better. And if you've ever talked yourself out of going to school, becoming the person you want to be, whether it be the doctor, the lawyer, the accountant, the dentist, the nurse, the artist, it doesn't matter what it is. Your conscience will talk you out of it. Your friends, your family will talk you out of it, considering the conditions or circumstances you're in. So if you're a single parent, it's like having dreams is supposed to be secondary, but that's not true. It's really not true. I believe any of us can achieve anything, but we do, or we, it, it would be best if we can ha have a helping hand to every single person out there that needs a helping hand. There are many mothers out there that need help. And for us guys, if you don't know how to parent, and I'm not just talking about being the weekend dad or the holiday dad or being the, I call it the Toys R Us dad. That means you buy a toy to make them happy. Eventually that's going to run out and the kids are going to turn on you. It's not about what you, you buy. Being a parent as a guy, let me tell you, you got to get your hands dirty. Even if you don't know how to change a diaper, go figure it out. When your child is crying at night, pick her, pick her or him up. Give your woman a break. You know what I mean? Even if she's telling you, no, 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 I got it. You know, be instrumental. And it doesn't matter. We're going to work hard. I mean, I work 12, 14 hours a day. That's a fact. You know, that's what I do, you know, but it's in care of my family. And what's so important to me in my family is not just my personal success, but seeing my kids smile, seeing them happy, seeing my girlfriend happy. And I'll tell you what, me and my girlfriend, we don't live together right now, but the plant we did, and then we had to separate and then we made it back together. But I'm not making her any promises and I'm not trying to sell her a dream, but I'll tell you what, what's in my plans is definitely a home I'm proud of where we all can meet, where we all can thoroughly enjoy the experience of, and the fruits of my labor. So e even if you're separated from your ex, you know, you got to put your personal feelings aside, how the relationship didn't work out or, you know, or whether you fucked up or not, you know, if you made a mistake with who you're with or who you used to be with first start forgiving yourself. That's like one of the really keys to all of this is the shame that we live in our daily lives really are like the 
heavyweights around our necks. You know, and some people are good about hiding it, but you can't hide it for too long. So for those parents, single parents out there, this is what I'm going to tell you, fellas. I'm not just trying to target you, but I know how it feels. I know what it feels like to not know what to do when your kid's sick or teething or when they're constipated, what do you do? Or when they're crying unconsolably because they want mom and mom's got to work and you're taking care of them, stick with it. Because that's what they do. They get hands on. They get in there. They don't fucking wait. They do whatever needs to be done. You know? And you kind of got to be like metaphorically like Superman. You know? Or, and this is gonna probably going to laugh at this, but like Inspector Gadget, you always got to have a tool to fix something. You got to be abidextrous. You got to be willing to change and adapt. But as a man, the reward is, is when you're there for your children and you're helping, you know, whether it be someone you're with or not with, it's good. The results are going to pay off. So that's my, um, inspirational story. Um, my suggestion, if you like my story, please feel free to call in. I really appreciate compliments. And, and also here's a message to women. Don't be so damn bitter, no matter what they did. You're going to have to let shit go. If they fucked you over bad, but they're great with your kids, then what I would suggest, and, and this is coming from a man, is look at how much energy you've wasted and how much hurt you're still in. There's a great book called Forgiveness for Good that I've had for quite a while. And it's by Dr. Luskin, and I really highly suggest a read you know, of that, it gives you the game plan of how to start forgiving in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit, you know, and once forgiveness starts, the communication builds and then the fuck ups don't matter no more. And then you become a real team. And even if you end up with somebody else, you get married to someone else or whatever, you're still that team. You're still in that dynamic. So work on that. It is a definitely a lesson I am working on myself. I'm not perfect at it. You know, I still have my hangups and I'm still trying to work at it myself, but start forgiving yourself so that you can start spending more quality time to do with your children. And it's going to come out great. Well, that's all the time I got for this particular part of the episode. And we'll be right back. So I'm going to add a few call-ins that I've had this week talking about different subjects, different podcasters and different friends alike here on Anchor. And if you'd like to be a part of that Anchor family and the connection, feel free to leave me a message. Hit me up. Let's talk. So stay tuned. We're going to listen to the call-ins. And uh, thank you for those who have called in this week. tell you something jason you're gonna miss your kids when they leave and then you're gonna be begging them please come home and just have dinner or something (laughs) but believe me then they have kids of their own and then that's when the fun starts 
right? Because you get to give them candy and soda, make them bounce off the walls and send them home. It's so much fun. It's like payback for 18 years of trouble with your ass. (laughs) I'm talking about myself, of course. Um, And plus, my daughter is going to start a family with her wife. So it's going to be fun. My two sons already have like four, three kids between them. And my daughter has one. So, yeah, I know what it's like, man. I do. Trust me. Just relax. It'll come to you. Peace. Good morning, Jason. I hope you're having a great day. Um, You know what? Yesterday, while I was waiting for your response, I came across the story about Bayer and Monsanto and how they just lost their second case. It's costing them billions. And there's like, let me think of the number. It was 11,200. I don't know. There's like almost 13,000 more cases um, of cancer due to Monsanto's Roundup products. And um, so, yeah, thank you for that because um, I think that's going to be probably the next episode I put out because, well, there's two more. I I got one about salmon GMOs that I'm going to put out before I put the one about Monsanto. So, yeah. (laughs) Anyways, thanks for that. Um, I hope you're having a great day, sir. Kick ass and take names, my friend. We'll talk soon. Peace out. Oh, Jason, that is funny. It's like taking a knife to a a, a spoon to a gunfight. But actually what I was doing was trying out 10 minutes of material that I had stuck together for a comedy show that I'm thinking about doing this summer. So I think you got a laugh out of it. And that makes me so happy. And the fact that you even talked about it made me even happier. Ladies and gentlemen, good vibes with Jason B. Stop on by. He knows what he's talking about. I'm your girl, the guru. Peace. Jason, my friend, thanks for the warm wishes. I am uh, currently still in the hospital. We'll be heading home maybe next week in a wheelchair. Um, It's going to be a while before I can walk again. I got busted up pretty good, but I do have my brain. They They didn't take that away from me. I have my voice. It doesn't hurt as much to talk now. I did have uh, a collapsed lung and had to have a chest tube in because all my ribs got busted. But I'm feeling a lot better. Every day is a little better. And I absolutely remember playing Spy Hunter. I loved it. I loved the theme. I think it's like James Gunn or whatever. Remember the theme to that? Yeah, you're welcome for that. See ya. Hey, book. Yo, I'm loving the book so far. I'm up to chapter five. I definitely would have been further along, but, you know, new baby and all. So I'm trying to catch up on sleep and do as much as I can. But, yes, I'm loving the book. And basically what I've learned so far is to never give up. And you have to really, really, really focus on your goals and know, not think. Like, you have to know that you're going to win, that you're going to make it to the top and reach all of your goals. You can't have any doubt in your mind. Like, I feel like think and grow rich means you have to believe 
in all your might that you are going to be successful no matter what you do. You just have to know. Hey, what's up, uh, Jason? Thank you for, oh, excuse me. Thank you for calling in. Uh, I appreciate that. And yeah, I didn't do too much research into the Jesse Smollett thing. It was just a headline. And honestly, I was just kind of grasping for straws. And I'm not allowing myself to be in that position ever again with <laughs> with the way how I do my podcast now. But uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Guess we'll see where his life goes from there. But uh, what else? Um, as far as uh, paganism, yes, yes. Uh, rituals and old traditions and history, a lot of things we do have ties back to the ways of the old. Because, I mean, when you think about it, all this new technology we have, how far have we really evolved as people? <laughs> so, um, yeah, thanks for the call-ins. I appreciate it. Hey, so if anybody ever um, calls in about Audacity, please let me know because I just downloaded the program as well. And I am wanting to learn how to use it a little better. So if you get some tips, I would love for you to do an episode on Audacity. That would be awesome. Hell yeah, I remember Spy Hunter Jason. It was legit. I always wondered when you did the oil slick, exactly how much oil is coming out and how is it being deployed? Are there tanks of oil? Housed within the vehicle somewhere? Is the oil being sprayed from the car with nozzles? Is it being dumped from canisters that, that open up with like housing doors? How much oil is being deployed with this oil slick each time it's used? It seems to be pretty effective. I mean, those cars go spinning out of control and they die every time. You know how much oil that would take to do that? I mean, we're not talking about like you know, a Coca-Cola can full of oil here. So let's talk about it. Uh, maybe set something up like maybe next week sometime or something. This week is crazy. Last weekend, it was 15,000 people for the Tony Robbins event. Tomorrow, I'm going to Youth Day <laughs> for the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. Catholic Youth Day tomorrow with my 16-year-old son. I'm a chaperone. But it is 15,000 people, the same number as Tony Robbins. So funny. I guess that's the number right now for me. But uh, that is a lot of people. But the whole archdiocese, 15,000 people. And then for the Tony Robbins thing for four days, 15,000 people each day for one man. That is just craziness but his energy was incredible jason oh my god on the stage just him oh. jason this is laura explorer i just wanted to say that was just such a beautiful message i was listening to embrace your story and uh, you have a great podcast and i really appreciate how honest and vulnerable you are and it's such good, such good advice. And keep up the great work. I'm so glad to have found you on Anchor. And I'm amazed by Anchor every single time I check in. Even after a long break, um, looking at the good, always keeping my, keeping my eyes open. 
So good stuff, Jason. Thanks again. Okay, and we're back, everybody. So those were quite a few different call-ins, um, examples in the last couple of weeks that I've had. I haven't really posted too much. So um, we've heard from Jojo Ray. We've heard from Patrick. We, we live on a planet. I believe also I put Sheena Diane, the Lupus Warrior. These are just a few personalities here on Anchor.fm. These are wonderful people to listen to. Um, I am going to be working. You know what? In my future episodes... If you are a podcaster, I think one of the biggest problems that we have uh, for distribution or spreading our message out on Anchor as we see it is we don't have the web addresses because sometimes when we try to like Google search or uh, podcast search, maybe we might not find those people, those, those podcasters that seem to be really interesting. We used to have a feature here on Anchor when it was 2.0 where you could take a clip from somebody else's podcast. You could share it on your station and they can go and click and look up your station. That's how I found a lot of these people. But since anchor is no longer doing that, um, what I'm going to be doing is I will be putting in on my show notes for each episode, the URL address or web address for each of these podcasters and their stations, how you can listen to them. Some of them you might find, you know, if I can make it available, like where you can find them on Apple podcast or Google place, a Spotify now owns anchor. So should be easier. Um, I found that my own station is easier to find on pocket cast and radio public. Um, I've noticed that Um, constantly working on the searchability. So when you're in your podcasting movement, um, developing your podcasts, I would highly suggest watching YouTubers and listen to what some of these more popular people say. Um, I've learned so much on distribution, um, topic specific, or even station specific, how you identify that and, you know, making your brand as a podcaster go even further. And that's really one of the big things that's, you know, it's a constant work in progress for me personally. Um, I feel that once I do that and I'm working on those things as well as working on, yeah, I am this weekend, I'm putting in time to develop my webpage. So hopefully by Monday, we will have good vibes of Jason B up and running on the net. So I will have a feature. I'm hoping to have a, fe- a call in feature button so you can click on the button. You can leave me a message and not just have to wait for anchor.fm if you don't want to join. Um, also working with the Skype function, working with Audacity, working with GarageBand. See, I don't have a Mac computer, but I do have an iPad and I do have an iPhone. So maybe in my future per, uh, podcasts, I will be buying a Mac computer so that I can really work with GarageBand. I like GarageBand more than I like Audacity. Um, there's more, to me, there's you can toggle with it more, but I'm still learning about audacity. So if you have uh, experience with audacity and how you like to use it, how you used to, you know, um, use music in the background and you got to be careful of copyright infringement. You know, uh, I believe it's like you can use 10 seconds of a song and then, then it's copyright infringement you know, but you got to give credit and try not to make money (laughs) on your episode. So if you're giving a clip, you know, write at least write the record company or someone saying, I'd like to use a little bit of sampling 
of your song that maybe I liked and be careful how you do it. Um, I learned something a, a little while ago and I've looked into it uh, because of the fried Oreo. He's a great podcaster out there um, or AKA otherwise known as Dwan and only he was talking about, he uses boss Jock or backpack studio. Um, it's an app on in the Mac arena and you can buy samples you can do all kinds of stuff so i am looking into that option i'm looking and buying the app and i'm looking and spending some money um i'm not interested at this time buying more expensive mics because my 67 dollar microphone that i got off amazon does me just fine um you know i'm liking the recording quality uh some people i've been reading the reviews there's what is it the ARC a Technica 2100 or something like that, or 2120. Um, there are RSS feeds. There are all these little gadgets and dimensions that you can use for podcasting. So, you know, I'm loving every one of it. And then at a time, I felt like the microphone to get was the Blue Yeti. Um, I see great reviews on the blue Yeti. And then I also read the negative reviews. And this is what I found out. If you're going to get the blue Yeti, know that it's USB based. You need to have an environment as sound controlled as much as possible. So record when it's quiet, you know, um, there's cheap, inexpensive ways of, of, uh, uh noise canceling your room or where you're going to record even as like, I'm, I'm going to say a couple of creative ways that I've seen some guys did it. Like they didn't have a lot of money. They didn't have a budget, but they took, you know, old egg. Uh, I don't want to say crates, but they're like the containers that you're 18 or 24 pack of eggs or whatever you get from Costco. If you, if you use Costco and you can put them on your walls and they will control the sound a lot better. So kind of interesting, you know, an inexpensive way that I, I've figured out if you want to soundproof your room, I haven't quite done it myself. Um, it's one of the other things as I get advanced that I'll be buying is, um, soundproofing, um, materials that I can recreate a good recording space. You know, having some quiet is important. Um, I I've recorded episodes on the road and I don't always suggest it. There is difficulties recording on the road, so be mindful, you know what I'm saying? And if you're mindful of that, you'll, you'll create a great episode. Um, a couple of things that I want to talk about podcasting that I've learned. There are some people that I'm recognizing right now and I've watched them through YouTube. So let me see if I can pull them up real quick of the people that I've been finding really interesting in the podcasting arena. And that probably can help you all. Um, by learning from their example. And I found these people through YouTube. So the first one is, okay, where is he? The Do Dope Shit by Benjamin Hayden, uh, is it Levitt? L-E-A-V-I-T-T. I found him on YouTube. He had some great suggestions about recording and making a podcast. Who else did I listen to? um, about podcasting specifically. Oh my gosh. Now I got to find them. <laughs> I'm sorry about the delay, but I will find them. Um, let's see. Where is this one guy I'm looking for? Ooh, just announced 
today the trailer for Cobra Kai season two. If you haven't watched Cobra Kai on YouTube and you're not a what is it YouTube Reb subscriber, watch the first season. Definitely a good season um, to check out. So where is my the guys that I follow? I hate that when you you know you have pod podcasts and there's people that you favorite on. Okay, Pat Flynn. Pat Flynn is. I believe a multimillionaire. He has exploded on the net. He's got all these different instructional videos of how to develop, uh, what is it, uh, brand development. Um, he talks about all kinds of stuff. I mean, I really found his tips and tricks on podcasting so helpful, you know. And this other guy, um, Lewis Howes, I found him interesting. You know, and then we got Benjamin, um, Benjamin hate oh Benjamin Hayden Levitt. He's got a lot of cool. I mean, he's a young hip guy. He does talk about anchor. He talks about um, levying um, Instagram and Facebook. I don't really get on Facebook as much. I get onto it just to go specifically on the anchor pages. And the reason why is because I'm not really concerned about being too social on Facebook. It's just kind of a a drag to me. So if you're levying Facebook, I give more power to you. But uh, to me, I am exploring the the LinkedIn and the Instagram social medias. Um, one of the things I'm having an issue with is I got to create a new new page of Instagram for my um, for my good vibes. I also want to create it for my other station, the table, and uh, take a walk with Jason B. So those are three to my other stations. I also want to create another station. Yeah. It's crazy. I want to do a once a month podcast or maybe once every couple of weeks. And it, I just want to call it Mexi mix. Um, and the reason for that it's, this is an idea. I've also thought about just putting episodes on my station here. Good vibes, Jason B, uh, just making episodes about being a mixed me Mexicano, you know, um, my mom's Irish and my dad is Mexican. And all the quirky things that go along with being a part of those two cultures, being Irish, being Mexican, it has a lot of similarities. There's a lot of funny things to help people understand what we go through as Latinos and what we also go through as Irish or Anglo people, you know, how we do things. So that's, that's, it's a concept that I definitely would like, love to hear feedback. And if anyone's out there listening and is a part of the Latino community and know what I'm talking about of doing the cross cultures and how even our, the central culture that you really more identify with of how to, um, you know, what are the things that, so to speak, like, for example, my girlfriend will tell me like, oh, that's not really Mexican or, oh, that's not really Latino. And it's like, oh, I thought it was. Okay, my bad. So um, I am a Spanish speaker to a point. I'm still learning. Um, my I did not learn Spanish as a kid. I'm learning Spanish on my own. Um, one of the fun facts about me is definitely that I... I met my girlfriend during salsa dancing. I've been in salsa dancing for, I would have to say 15 years, 15, no shit, 17 years. Yeah. 17 years. I've been into salsa dancing. It's at first it started out for me just trying to meet girls and I wanted to dance. I wanted to impress. I wanted to get someone. Then it kind of turned into a hobby. And then it's just like, it's kind of an adrenaline rush for me. So definitely, uh, 
uh, an interest, you know, so, um, excuse me for all these us and ahs. There's definitely things that have helped me develop my personality and dancing is definitely one of them. No, it's not gay. If you're guy, if you guys are listening to that, all that shit's too hard. No, it's only as hard as you make it. And everyone is not a pro when they start out. I don't care if you're a Latino. I don't care if you're Asian. I don't care if you're Indian or Mexican or black. Everyone's the same when you start out and you don't have to be the, the stereotype is, is that you have to be Latino to be really good at salsa, bachata, merengue, or cumbia. No, you don't. Cause I've seen, I've seen some Asian couples just be flying in salsa. And then I've seen some African-American, I've seen some black people just straight out, take it down and get it on, like on the salsa floor. Like you're like, whoa. And they're not even from Latin American countries. They just took lessons. They learn and they're just on fire. Then I've seen some white people, same thing. I've seen mixed couples. It, it's salsa doesn't just like the salsa, the food. It's never always the same. It always has different colors, has different spices. So it's, it's a wonderful dance. So if you ever want to take in the opportunity to go check it out, but okay, now we got to get back to our podcasting. So sorry about that. I got sidetracked. So, uh, podcasting. So here's the things I'm exploring. So audacity I've, I've obviously downloaded, but it, I'm watching the videos and the instruction videos and I'm playing with the recordings that let's just say to make the mess up recordings. Those are my practice tools, you know, so ways to, instead of putting just an episode out, I go and I take an old episode that uh, wasn't so great and see how I can shape it up. And it's, it's work. It's definitely work, but it's interesting. Um, And like I said, I have not had much time to really record um, what I want, but, and here's the big, but, but doesn't mean that it's not on my mind. And yes, I did notice that my listenership has kind of fallen off, but that's okay. I'm sorry for those who are not hearing me or not paying attention right now. Maybe they just feel like I dropped off the earth, but no, I haven't. Sometimes I take maybe four or five days off you know, and I'm working on other things. I'm working on the material in, as you get more into podcasting and make, you know, honing in your craft, that's sometimes what it takes. I know some people put out an episode every single day and they just, it's like nothing. And there's some people that put out an episode once a week. So whatever your talent played, play to your strengths. That's what I would highly suggest about when you get into podcasting and broadcasting in general, Play to what you know, play to what you're good at. And if you don't know, just start making attempts. The worst thing is trying to overcritical analyze and think, is this episode good enough? Are people really going to listen to me? I mean, I've heard so many people say, well, why aren't my numbers up? Well, here's a fun little interesting thing. I don't think that all the platforms that you can hear this podcast on really give a signal or a signature cookie to the anchor app where it tells who's really listening because um, it was so weird the other day I got a message from a guy that does not make any podcasts. He's not on anchor. And he was telling me about, you know, he wrote me an email about how my story about embrace your story, embrace who you are. He was telling me of how that really made a good impression on him. He was telling me how, 
he's like, you know what? As men, it just seems like it's a dual-edged sword and we're held to such a high standard. And it's just like, until I heard you, you know, talk about that and it was pretty risky, you know, pretty vulnerable. And it's like, yeah, it was, um, it was very vulnerable. Um, me making that particular episode, but it's like, once you know, you embrace who you are and what you're doing, you got to worry about other people's opinions or who you hang around with for that matter. Uh, just even today, someone was talking to me about like, I want to make a podcast, but I don't know what my family's going to think of me. And I'm like, well, if you don't tell them, they don't know. Right. And he was like, yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that. I said, well, but the part of the risk is, is sell to everyone, sell your podcast that you make a lot of episodes, make your mistakes, get through your trial. I mean, Hey, I'm a year and some months into this and we're I'm still doing stuff, still developing. So for podcasting, if you're definitely interested and want to get your voice out, you know, um, the first couple things I suggest is, um, get a notepad, write out a, uh, what do you call it? An outline for yourself. You know, if you want to write about your topic, list your ideas so that you're not scatterbraining it and trying to figure it like I do sometimes, um, you're not trying to figure it out. So definitely work on those, those things and it will come out beautiful. And I absolutely mean beautiful because I've heard some people, I'm going to give you a perfect example. Um, right now we are giving a personal shout out to Patrick. Patrick was injured, uh, two weeks ago or was it three? I think it was two weeks ago on March 17th, he was injured in a really bad accident. He has a show called we live on a planet. You can reach him by email by, or www.wlop.com. That is his personal website. Um, he hasn't really recorded anything. I know he's, he went through a lot of healing and a lot, and I'm so glad that, you know, he notified us on Instagram that he's left the hospital. So yay, Patrick, you're out. All right, man. Can't wait to hear you on the airwaves. But um, a little bit about Patrick is, is that I, when I first started listening to him, you, I heard a lot of things that were just like, come on, have more confidence. Have just, you know, be, don't be so down on yourself. You know, I tell him that, you know, and that's my, me and Patrick's part of this relationship. I'm like, I'm constantly encouraging him. And you know what? This guy is flying on the airways. I mean, he's, he's grassroots podcaster. He does not have major money. He does not have major exposure, but on anchor, he's got a lot of listeners and he just flows at the, whatever he wants. He's, he, he's not an expert in anything. He finds things interesting. He talks about them on the shows. He, in, and then he's gotten some pretty amazing, um, interviews. He's interviewed some writers, you know, uh, develop web developers. So definitely go check out, uh, we live on a planet here on anchor.fm, or you can look it up on Apple podcast. So Patrick, you get a special shout out from me. I want to encourage you brother and just keep going. You know, you're, you know, it's like being, you know, the bionic man, they had to put some pins in you and now you're going to be stronger and whatever, you know, you had maybe some surgeries, you're going to be the bionic man. That's the way I kind of look at you. So can't wait to hear you on the airways. So that's all the time we have to talk about podcasting and specifically and podcasting on the anchor. Oh, and one last shout out, Dora, the Explorer. Thank you for leaving me a message. Uh, Jojo Ray. Thank you. Sheena, Diane, lupus warrior, um, Diego, definitely 
So thank you for the shout out. So I'm going to be listening to some episodes from here on out. I have a Friday night free, no kids, no girlfriend, no nothing. I'm just at home in front of my computer screen. I'm going to thoroughly enjoy this Friday night. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you all. You know, your listens help me distribute my material. And you all inspire me in little ways and finding new things out. It's a beautiful thing, podcasting. Um, I'm also going to be advertising on my Facebook. Um, I really don't like to release that too much, but I'm like, hey, what the hell? I'll also be talking about it on Instagram. Um, also, yeah, I'm adding more stuff in. Um, I do have a few people in mind. I want There's a tattoo artist out of Las Vegas that I want to interview, and I'm going to be working on talking to him, see if we can get him recorded on the airways. I'm also going to be talking to some financial wizards or millionaires, and I'm going to talk to them about their success, what distinguishes them you know, from anyone else and how they became successful. So we've got some great, exciting stuff coming up and books as well. You know, there's definitely some good books. So I finished reading Think and Grow Rich. I made my notes. I made a lot of notes this week. And the next book that I'm going to be attempting to read um, out of the three book series that I got for The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, the next book I'm going to be reading is The Voice of Knowledge. So what is the voice of knowledge? So just to give you a pre, a little quick, it's, um, reminds us of a profound and simple truth. The only way to the, uh, end of our emotional suffering is to restore our joy and living to the stop believing in the lies. So Don Miguel Ruiz, the voice of knowledge. So, uh, that's all the time we've got for good vibes of Jason B. I'm going to be listening to your podcasts. Look forward to hearing from you. Have a great evening or a good weekend if I don't hear from you.